Hello? Is that go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All they've got is a pack of hair then now and you're still on the book and blocks. <laughs> Drop the baton there, come on, have it. Right, 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 let's do it. Salutations, pod lovers. Right. Welcome to other <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to another <laughs> Fucking shut the fuck up Will you let me say something Go on <laughs> Welcome to another See you next Thursday podcast It certainly has been an eye on since the last one And I bet you thought you'd never hear from us again No such luck We're back once again to Fill your ears with complete dribble we have a decorated team of panellists today. None of them are knowledgeable, stimulating, offer any major insight, but they're free. Put your hands together for Billy, Ed025, who recently met Liverpool legend John Aldridge in a pub. And Aldo hasn't, hasn't been seen since. We have, Tristan, we have Tristan, Ed001, who will never be seen in a pub, as it would mean him having to leave his flat and speak to people. Last but not least, we have Dipindra from the Man United site. I'm delighted Dipindra is with us today as we pride ourselves on our cosmopolitanism and Deeps is from Nepal. I'm not saying he's a Sherpa, but I'm sure he's going to carry this podcast with his footballing wisdom and insight. Hello. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. And lads, how are we? I'm good, thanks. Oh, holy <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I think he done well. Come on. Hey, listen, <laughs> you like the metaphor? One minute, one minute, wait. Steve, <laughs> did you like the metaphor? I thought it was quite funny. It was good, yeah, I enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I, I appreciate you. you nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. You can come again. You can come again. Right. I'm giving him five minutes and then he's going to say, you're never allowed back here. <laughs> oh, mate, don't worry about it. Me and Ben... We may be free, but me and Billy have a vote, mate. So uh, you'll be okay. <laughs> I can't wait. It makes me work, but it didn't have to start. So I'm packing myself here. Right, come on, we're going to get on some topics. Shall we talk football, lads? Yes. All right. Guys, I, I want to start by saying best wishes to Cardiff City's Sol Bamba, who's just started his chemotherapy in his fight against cancer. So, good luck, Sol. Yeah, good luck. Speedy recovery. Yeah. All right. Okay, lads, the question on, every, on everyone's minds. No, not how Manchester United are top of the league. But uh, but should football even be played in the midst 
in the midst of a horrific pandemic, which is taking its toll on the on the world economically and emotionally. Well, if I can speak on that first, uh, I think it's a hope that everyone's clinging on to. Uh, it helps people. It gets people through the day, especially. It's the biggest sport in the world, and it it it's a good thing to be played, in my opinion. I think it gives it focuses people's mind on something else rather than the pandemic, and I think it's it's doing a good job. I should stop. Of course. I say stop the count. Stop. Well, you won't get a title, mate. You have, has there been it after games played? <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Let's not make this about Liverpool, Man United, because that's next and Everton. So uh, let's no, talk but, about the pandemic. I, I completely agree with Billy. Yeah. I think so, Trish, yeah. I, I'm one of those Trish. Like as sorry, Dave. As I as I've said, Dave's one of them. I'm one of them. The only thing that I have to look forward to nowadays is football. Mate, if you ever need to talk, I'm here. Mate, if you ever need to no, talk, I'm here for you. The only activity that is going on is for, is football. Yeah. I'm with you, deep, yeah. How about you, Abby? Wow. Mate, honestly, I want to sit on... Uh, I want to play devil's advocate a little bit on this one because I think I hear what you guys are saying, but why are we being a little bit selfish by putting um, footballers and people around the footballers, their families at risk for our entertainment? Surely they should be the same. They should be treated the same as the rest of society. And they're not just performing monkeys for our, for our pleasure in a pandemic. I mean, I know that they, they don't exactly adhere to the rules as a collective, but I'm just of the opinion that if something is, a directive is handed down on a health basis, it should be for the whole nation and not just the selected few. I can understand that the doctors and the nurses and frontline people, they have a, they have an obligation in that sense, uh, uh, a professional one, but I'm not so sure that um, football and sport is a um, essential uh, uh, essential business. Well, I disagree with you there, to be honest with you, because I okay, think mate. that the more entertainment the people get, whether it be the television, whether it be newscasts, whether it be podcasts or or entertainments in general, I think you've got to give people something to look forward to, because the whole there's a lot of mental illness going around at the moment. And yeah. people are worried and they need an outlet. And an outlet for me and for a lot of people that I know is football. And 
I think it helps. It really helps people. And I think they, I know they got, you could be described as frontline. They're going out and playing, and they are putting themselves at risk. But they are better tests than they are uh, clubs who will look after them. There's tests every week, every twice a week for them. And I think unless it gets really out of control with football, I think it should carry on. But that's just my opinion, Cole. Yeah, I, I, I I think a lot of them are, you know, Trish. I think a lot of them are. You get the old ones, like in society. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, Chris, because you do like that sort of life. Bill, do you want to... Bill? Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying about about them being the um, uh, fit and healthy and their immune systems are resolute, but you still get lingering, like the long COVID, you know what I mean? Some Like Trent's had it. Trent's had COVID and he's not been over it. He's still suffering for it. He's still having uh, 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 what's the legacy of COVID. So I know what you're saying. The majority of them will get over it, but then what about when they introduce it to their family? Surely that then it's not their families. They don't have the the strong immune system or the, um, uh, you know, what, what you're talking about. So I'm just, and I understand where you're coming from, that they have a so, somewhat of a obligation to entertain the country because of, uh, in, in regard to what job they do. But I'm not sure. I, 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 I'm, I'm 50-50 on this one, whether ethically, whether I agree to football being played still. And I understand what you're saying about having that. Uh, the, the, there's a lot of people with uh, mental health issues and, they need the country needs to be stimulated in the time of a pandemic. I get that, but I think it's a little bit unfair to be honest to have them play. But 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 listen, yeah. But listen, we. I'll give you an example. Ashton Villa are playing. Grealish is playing. Still, there are images of him throwing a party, having friends, family, maybe strangers yeah. around. Just imagine if yeah. he doesn't have to even train and look after himself. How much can it escalate for him? Yeah, no, I agree with you, pal. But I, I, I don't know. I'm not. In, I'm not. I'm I not think, privy I to think the. I uh, find a way to do things slightly better, slightly safer. But people, people who are 
they might also go out partying if they can't play football, if they're not concentrating on the football, and that would spread it even worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I... yeah, and and also and also most of the most of the time it it hasn't appeared that someone who has got the virus has spread it to other players. It's generally been outside of the football, outside of the footballing bubble yeah. that they they've gotten this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sam Allardyce was a circuit breaker after coming on. Why did you come on? Because he wants to work with the player, players, maybe organize them in a in the way he wants and everything. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I don't see the point in stopping. Where it right have now. you been the last few months? He's <laughs> quite good. This this fella's quite good. <laughs> I'm not patronizing, man. That's a great point. I didn't think of it like that. That he wants a, a people. Yeah, that's a great point. Of course, uh, Sam Allardyce wants to. Uh, he needs two weeks with his players. Yeah, and another and another observation. Maybe it's just me being naive and not seeing things. But another observation I've had is, I'm sorry to bring it up, but Manchester United have had very less outbreaks, less cases than other clubs. And there is one parallel with this: our players, however yeah, good or bad they have been, they they aren't of the type that have been caught good doing parties and everything even before this whole pandemic situation they have their other issues but being too outwardly and too outgoing wasn't their issue and we have we as a club have, su- have suffered a little less no what i'm saying is no what i'm saying is people aren't breaking the bubble Yeah, but he might. No, no, I'm saying right. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is they aren't breaking the bubble. They aren't breaking the bubble just really nearly. It seems. So. Well, it and seems then, so. And Rashford, and Rashford might be. It doesn't change. Yeah, but Rashford might be using uh, 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 the right guidelines when he goes out. Uh, yeah, that is what I'm Yeah, but we haven't had any injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the club isn't happy with Palestri as well for announcing it himself and everything. Yeah, you have a point. 
Well, well, let's make a positive test, but it's not hard. Johnny Ball. Yeah, well, talking about, uh, well, Manchester United or other clubs may be hiding uh, positive COVID tests, but one club that's definitely not hiding uh, is Celtic uh, with their Johnny Boys outing camp in Dubai. You're totally right, Abbott. You're totally right. And they've been a disgrace as a club. All the players. That, what they've done there and what's been highlighted was just out of order for any club to do. So, as you say, go on a Jolly Boys outing. And there's pictures of them. And they're not so socially distancing. They weren't, they weren't uh, building the rules or nothing. And I thought, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Celtic. You know, I, I think they're a good club. But the honest matter, they've been a disgrace, to be honest with you. No. No. And you know why next to each other on some bets? Yeah. Totally out of order. Yeah, to shut off, Chris, well, to they shut pissed, off. They, they pissed Nicola Sturgeon off as well. I didn't want to piss her off. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, what do you, what is, what do you do? I mean, in that situation, because they, well, didn't they, um, didn't they um, ob ob oblige Hibs to cancel their game as well, so they could go on this out, uh, on this uh, training camp? Yes, didn't want to postpone the game, but the Scottish Premier League still postponed the game to allow them to go yeah, to Dubai. I mean, guys, what is the punishment? I mean, what would you, what, how would you punish them? How would you? How many points yeah. are they behind? Yeah. So, even if they win their three games in hand, they're about 11 game, uh, 13 points behind. So, do you think a points deduction is fair? <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was going to say. Now, the only thing I'll say about this is that if clubs have contacted, uh, contracted the virus and they can't play, if the same happened with 
Manchester City done it with uh, Everton, postponed the game. Now, there's got to be accountability, and Everton were asking for that. Uh, transparency on who's got it and why they can't play and how they've got it. And otherwise, you've got to, you've got to say, give the points to the team. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's why I'm asking for transparency because I we all know for a fact that some some people, some clubs will actually take advantage of that by postponing the games when they've got players injured and saying, Oh, we can't we've got to cancel because of uh, COVID. And we all know the, the types of people we're talking about here. And you know, if you're gonna have you've got to have transparency. That's what, what I'm saying, transparency, because otherwise it's going to become a farce. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's right. No, I don't think that's right. What they should have done is, after they found out that Villa had an outbreak, they should have notified Fulham that there is a chance that that game might be postponed, and the game that involving you and Tottenham was postponed. Maybe we have to rearrange it now. I don't think it's rocket science. Uh, it's a difficult one, that you know, because as I say, unless clubs are honest and come forward and say that they've got the problem, there's got to be some accountability. Otherwise, you're going to have people taking advantage. That's all I'm saying is that it's got to be transparency and there's got to be people tested at the clubs. How many, and there should be a count of how many have actually got it. And then it, it gets decided by someone else rather than the clubs of whether they should play it or not. Yeah, uh, you're right, Billy. And also, they're terrified of uh, of congestion, fixture congestion, because they, there's the Euros to play in the summer. And they don't want a situation where people are playing every other day kind of thing. You know, that's obviously. So they're just yeah. trying to put in as many games as possible. And they're just... Uh, uh, this, so many moving parts. Obviously, this hasn't happened uh, in our lifetime. So they actually don't know what they're doing. So they're just trying to cobble no, yeah. together a, a season. You know, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah. How are they going to cancel the inter they can't cancel the international because your Euros are in. They need match practice, and they also need qualification. I don't know. I just think obviously there's finances involved here, that, and there's prestige, there's cachet, there's. There's, there, I, I just don't think, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think they could have, uh, in all honesty, I agree with. <laughs> I agree with you. In all honesty, they could have shortened the season. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I. No, no, I was aware of it before um, as well. The the yeah, no, I, pro I, I, company that it was a shady deal to begin with. Twenty-four million euros. How was it a shady deal, uh, Deep? The one in in France. Because the because Spanish Media company took Pro, it, right? Yeah, Media Pro is a relatively new company. Right. And they didn't have the necessary fundings to provide ah. as, as evidence to begin with when they tried to do a similar deal with Seria a year or two ago. Let it finish, Tris. Let it finish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they right. failed to do the, a, an even bigger money deal with Seria because Seria tried, Seria did the due diligence. They looked behind the company, whether they can keep up the promises they're making. And then Seria pulled out of the deal and went with a cheaper broadcast deal for them and right. Liga thought they saw money and they just ran and that is what happened see the irony is that the French league is ripe for picking for players and nobody can afford to buy them because of the pandemic it's crazy there's some great players that could come uh, uh, could, you, you, could, uh, you, could, uh, you could transfer but nobody can afford them It, it was Leo. It was Leo. Yeah, it and that's was why Leo. everybody's. Th yeah, everybody's thinking that's why Sven Botman was coming to Liverpool because they're in such financial problems and. Uh, and Renato Sanchez as well. Right, guys. So let's let's take a vote on this. Um, what's your opinion on um, should foot football be cancelled in the pandemic? Yay or nay, Billy? Nay, it should not be cancelled, no. I think it's doing too much good. Okay, mate. 
state? Nay, but you can manage it better. Okay. Trish? <laughs> All right. Okay, I think I'm the only one that's uh, that says yes. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Then. All right. Let's move on. All right. Let's move it on. Okay. Let's get this out of the way. Let's discuss Liverpool's blip and United's resurgence. Uh, I'm not sure quite how it happened, but there you go. Deep, the floor is yours. We're top. We're facing the defending champions. They have an, uh, we're, we're playing an away game. We have a very good away record. They have a not so not so enviable home record of 64, 65 games unbeaten. Now, I'm only gonna say we're gonna challenge for the league if we if we can break that record. If we can beat you at your home, then only we're gonna talk about Manchester United being top. Because right now we're not completely there. I'm not confident, but let's see. Let's beat the mighty Liverpool. Let's knock them up off of their perch once again, and then we're gonna talk. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen everybody say, Oh, United have won the league, every opposition fan is saying, Oh, the fan is insufferable. But I've I've not seen a single Manchester United supporter who has outright said we're top of the league, we're winning the league. Everybody has City as favourites, and everybody is like, we still have to play Liverpool at Anfield. It's a tough game. If we can get a positive result, then maybe we can start believing. I don't think there's anyone that is truly believing we can do something. I don't think there is anyone. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know what media will follow. Yeah, they're fickle. I don't think anyone can say that they're going to win the league at this stage because everyone knows it's up in the air and there's so many games getting played and so many injuries. You've only got to look at Liverpool for that. There's so many injuries to play that teams are getting. Unless you've got a strong squad, you're going to find it difficult, and that's the problem with Liverpool. The squad is not strong enough. Oh, there we go again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but that's the problem for, that I think. Everyone's getting injuries. To be fair to United, they've got the strongest squad of players in the league. People don't want to admit it. They have got the strongest squad. You look at their bench. Their bench is full of quality players. And that's why I think they've got as good a chance as anyone of winning the league. Because of the bench.
Yeah. Yeah. Kabani, Kabani, Kabani. In my opinion, Kabani and Bruno have been the catalyst for this renaissance. Kabani looks like such a goal threat in the box and just exudes kind of swag. You know, I mean, he just, like you're saying, Tristy, you don't have that time to um uh a train etc but he brings all that worldly footballing experience onto the pitch and every time the ball goes into the box he's there or thereabouts and he looks like he's going to put the ball in the back of the net and that's just and again with uh bruno as well he's got he's got somebody that he's got that work ethic you know that professionality and i think you know and and i'm listen i'm just going to put this out there coupled with our injuries United have got back in a position to uh, on top, you know. And listen, if 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 we don't get those injuries, I think we not walk this league. I think we win this league, but I'm not so sure now. There is that an indictment on Liverpool for not having the strongest squad. I mean, or whatever, yeah. But they haven't got the strongest squad. The lads have got to in the back at the back now, Phillips and the other guy. They're not, they're not quality players who you can bring into a side and hope to win things with. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if Liverpool had the money and, and had the wherewithal to uh, to have a stronger backup. They never put, they never replaced Lovren, did they? You know, uh, a quality player to come in when things get bad. Then Liverpool have got that. Yeah, but that's the consequence, Chris. Because, yeah. There's two. There's, there's two points here, right? Uh, highlighting on what you guys are saying, right? We're we're playing one of the best holding midfielders in, on the planet in in central defence. Of course, that's going to take away from your midfield because what Fabinho gives us, nobody gives us in that midfield. Number two, we've also got to appreciate FSG aren't um uh money bag owners they are they do everything to the fight minute detail financially they're not going to buy a, a player uh if he's not or if he's surplus or he's not necessary and I, I you're right billy we did not replace dejan lovren and we should have done but nobody could foresee this injury crisis but you know i just think they're a little i just think they need to and it will get on to this later but they need to just 
come out and deliver a signing in January for us. Not a signing as in a, a transfer, but at least a loan signing. Because if we go, uh, and again, I won't get on my high, high horse about this, because another two or three weeks, we're in serious danger of losing this league in January or February. But I hear, I hear what you guys are saying. What? How much? How, how, how much? So go into your personal funds. I mean, he's the billionaires. I mean, you can't get. And they'll get it back, and they'll and they'll get it back. It's not as if it's. A, of course they will when they sell. What? But when? What you? What? It's not right enough. It's going to be an investment in players because unless you you stay at the top, if you start going down, you will continue going down. And what, what what's happening with Liverpool, in my opinion, it's only my opinion, is that they've got to strengthen and they've got to buy a couple of players. They might have to put the club in hock, but what they've got to do is compete and have players to compete and. At the moment, because of injuries, of course, they're not com they're not competitive. The last three games have been absolutely. Over. Everton, Everton, I agree with you, <laughs> Billy. I agree with you. I, can, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, listen, between them, my, um, uh, 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 Henry, um, Gordon, and the other guy, right? Uh, what's his name? The owner. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, between them, you telling me they haven't got two million pounds to put into Liverpool as a personal donation, as a personal gift, a gratuity to to loan a player till the end of the season? That'll cover somebody's wages and and uh, till the end of the season and a loan fee. You think so? Exactly. I mean, well, yeah, but but what's they? They're billionaires. They they're billionaires, not millionaires. Billionaires. I mean, our club is, it's, we're going to lose the premiership uh, over one player. Surely it's worth dipping it into your pockets or, I don't know, uh, into a business account or a sum account and paying uh, and, and getting a player in. <laughs> it's not, it's not like, it's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's one player, it's not a team. It's not you. You know, you are not going to put. You are not going to put Liverpool. You are not going to put Liverpool FC. You are not going to put Liverpool FC's financial future risk if you sign one one a player for the end to the end of the season on loan. Because we're not that. We can't be. We can't be that financially. Who? I don't know. How do I know that? I'm then not why are you arguing me? What do you mean? How, do you, how have you proved your point there by saying exactly? There's millions of defenders out there in Europe, in, in South America, that I don't know about. I don't know. Yeah, the league yeah but shouldn't that have been done three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when they knew they had the problems? Shouldn't that have been yeah. done? I, I have two suggestions actually for you guys, defenders. 
Come on, Phil teams. Jones, Phil Jones, Marcus Rojo. Two in one. <laughs> <laughs> listen, guys, listen, you're trying to tell me, Tristan, that the future of Liverpool FC will be uh, is compromised on one loan signing for six months. Then they're not the owners for us. Because if, if people have... What? So how comes other clubs are making signings then? You're telling me there's going to be zero signings in January? Wait, you're wait, telling me, uh, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me. You're 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 okay. I'm 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 hearing what you're saying. You're telling me there's not one player in the world who's better than uh, Reece, uh, uh Williams and Nat Phillips. You're telling yeah. as a lone player. I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm not asking about Chelsea. I'm going to I'm going to like say go to Argentinian League. Wait, wait, listen, listen, Alden. Wait, listen. I don't know, but there's got to be some that are better than the two, the incumbents. <laughs> that we get. I mean, wait, I don't, I don't do, have any Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, wait. You're very right in saying there are tons of players better than Rhys Williams or Nat Phillips. But do you think the selling club are going to say, oh, Liverpool are in a crisis, so let's give them these players for nothing? Deep, I, I, you, I you, you seem to forget, saying. mate. You seem to forget that Liverpool are in this situation because they've been running on the financial edge. Right. That is why, okay. uh, that is why one gamble too many is going to cost you maybe... And you're saying it's not going to cost you. Let's say you spend 15 million on somebody and you end up mm, finishing fourth, just for example. And maybe let's say next season you again don't do much well in the league. Let's say you end out of Champions League for a season. Right. That is a lot of money lost. Let's say you end up breaching FIFA fair, fair play regulations. You're yes. going to be banned from your... I, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm saying to you. Deep, this listen, is my listen. point. I don't... Listen, listen. Yeah, you're... Let me finish. If you... If you end up risking your future funds for a player and it doesn't work out, then it's going to have yeah. an even longer imp implication than finishing fourth instead of second this year. Right, can I put the shoe on the other foot there? Can I just say, if Liverpool don't invest in a, in a player to get Champions League and they miss out this season for Champions League, that's going to cost more money than actually buying a player. Yeah, but because the player you're buying isn't going to guarantee you uh, upturn in fortunes right now because the issue that know. Liverpool have is the the two main centre backs Virgil Van Dijk and Joe Gomez are we can write them off for this season even if they can gain fitness right. they're not right. gonna be 
in their Correct. normal Correct. level. The third yeah. guy you have is Joel Matip, who has a fitness record that can match Phil Jones's record, that ma- that can match Marcus Rojo's record. Correct. 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 But deeps, deeps. I don't believe, this is my point, I don't believe we're at that edge. I just believe that they're not just going to, we're not at that tick tipping point. I just don't think we are. I, what, a loan signing? One loan signing for six months will put us over the but, edge. But that is the issue. I don't you're believe not gonna it. Get, you're not going to get... How do you know? You're not How gonna, do you know? Who is... It's not because you cannot name a single guy Why can't we go to Brazil, Argentina, to Colombia? There's hundreds of places we can get... Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, all right, somewhere in Europe. There's, there's another Europe. issue. There's another issue. There's another issue with signing South Americans. If you go to our site, you're going to see we pulled out of Moises Casero because they have hundreds of intermediaries and everybody. Atlanta United of MLS, they got ripped off by someone claiming to be representative. Right now, the chances of getting scammed is bigger than the chances of getting a decent player that can guarantee you. Uh, guarantee you and upturn in fortune. And then again, if you're bringing someone from South America, what about the culture shock? Forget the culture shock. We just need it for six months. What if if it takes him more than six months to set up? Like it took Fabinho, who who had been in Europe for maybe six years, seven years before coming here. Don't be so naive, mate. I would rather take... That you take a risk. You you at least you have some kind of insur- assurance. But deeps, what what are the defenders like in Nepal? Get us one of them. I just don't think that we're. Yeah, I just don't think we're we're on the uh, on the uh, on the edge of the precipice like you guys are saying. I think there's a loan signing out to do. <laughs> Yeah, but what's it going to do? No? I don't think so. I, I, oh, yes, I agree. I agree to the extent. But there's going to be still going to be tons of uh, activity going on this month. And I can't <laughs> believe we're not going to be part of it. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's, talk about, um, let's talk about the fact that we might be, Man United might be six points ahead of Liverpool. Uh, Sunday evening, which is, and we'll lose our three-season unbeaten run to Man United at home. Don't give my hopes up. That means nothing in this league, the way it's at the moment. If Liverpool get beat, it does not put them out the race, and it doesn't put Billy, Man United the title winners. Billy, being six points ahead of Liverpool might not mean as, that much, but breaking their unbeaten record, that means a lot for me. It might do to you. else. <laughs> no, no. For me, as a Manchester United supporter, yeah, it's a lot breaking them. And I, I think I personally believe that if we actually can beat them, then it will pro- essentially mean Liverpool won't be winning the league this year. It's you don't think that's going to happen, though, do you? You know that's not going to happen. I don't, don't, I don't. I don't believe, but I 
I do believe there is a chance that we might win. I don't expect us to win, but there is a chance. And I, and if we can win, then the chances of Liverpool winning the league go down very, very, very low. I don't think it's going to change anything. I don't think, whatever happens on, on, on the match between Man United and Liverpool does not decide nothing at this stage. Absolutely nothing. No, but I, I believe that game can decide whether Liverpool are going to challenge for the title or not. They'll be there. Believe me, they will be there. Man United will be there. The two of them will be up there. I hope so. Man City will be there. Yeah, City are looking a good start. They've been lucky today. They've been lucky. What was the score? 1-0. What part? Sorry? Is it over? Is with the game the over? Yeah, it's over. 1-0. Oh, right. Did they score early or did they score late? 44th minute. Okay. Just before Who, who did they play? Yeah. yeah Brighton. Brighton they were playing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh, Brighton are going to get sucked into that relegation. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, City didn't score with their best chance. They missed some of the better chances, but they ended up winning. Yeah, yeah. Sadiq, so uh, let me ask you, you've got, um, you know, your, your, I don't know if you knew this, but your points per game average is better than anybody else. 2.12 points per game. That's higher than everyone else in the league. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you, go on, mate. Uh, let me just finish this point, Tris. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you, mate, is, what team would you have out for Saturday if you were uh, uh, Oli? If I'm Oli, I would say De Gea in goal, Juan Besaja, Bailly, Maguire. And left back, I'm really torn because Shaw is slightly better defensively. Teles is slightly better offensively. Left back is a toss-up. I think Oli is probably going to go with Shaw. If everybody is fit. And then midfield is the biggest conundrum because we have five midfielders from whom you can never be sure who is playing and who isn't. I think Ole is very likely to go with Fred and McTominay, but Pogba had a decent game last night. And Bruno is a given. Rash, Rashford, Martial was showing little injuries. Signs of real injury. So Cavani and I don't know who plays. Maybe even Pogba. Maybe even Pogba plays uh, slightly to the left and Rash plays from the right. I don't think Greenwood is going to start. It's not the team I would have, but I think that is a very likely eleven. That's still a strong eleven. Yeah, but and like uh, like Billy said, right now we have a very strong squad. There you do. I hope, I hope that Rashford doesn't come up against uh, Trent because he's uh, he's had the beating of him the last. He's had he's had good games against Trent um, recently, and Trent's not exactly match fit at the moment. Yeah, but I don't know. I I I have a suspicion Pogba might play to the left and Rash from the right. Um, I, I fancy. Go on, Belly. Sorry, did you want to say something, mate? No, no. Oh. Tr- tr- uh, Tristan. 
Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I, I thought I had noises. Um, yeah, I just feel that... Um, so, our team, I mean, what do you think about our team, Tristan? I think that um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's easy, really. It's the only, the only thing is the, uh, is the midfield. Does he play Shaq? Does he play, does he play Henson, Thiago, Junior midfield? Does Henson go into the back? I mean, I, I feel that Matip and Fab will be the uh, uh, centre-back pairing because I think Fab might make it. Sorry, I think uh, to, um, uh, Matip might make it. He might be uh, past his fitness test. So what midfield would you go for? I think he makes it, to be honest. From what I gather, I think he makes it. But he may not. But would your, uh, what would your team be? Yeah, Matip uh, yeah, is like Bailey. Matip is like Bailey. You cannot be sure whether he finishes the game or not. It doesn't matter how good or bad he is. Just like with Bailey. Yeah, Our attackers didn't have great game yesterday against Burnley. It was just our defenders and midfielders with efficient with the ball. They weren't even excellent. Like you said, so, Burnley, Burnley weren't asking many questions. So. It by the way, and by the way, why why was Maguire's goal rule, ruled out? Yeah, that was that was wrong. That the same thing happened maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times in the game before and after that. No, you're right, Church. You're right. Just a challenge, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think I think if Maguire doesn't touch him, then the chances of him landing on the player is even bigger. What is a bigger risk? Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying is if Maguire doesn't use his hands and let's say he puts his hands behind him, firstly, he's not going to get the same leap. And secondly, when he falls down, he will be in less control of himself and probably going to collide with the player, which is even more dangerous. Yeah. 
No, it shouldn't have been. And also with the sorry, yellow card, then me not getting his. No, but but the issue. It was a no, but, but, no, but I was under the impression. I was under the impression that VIA doesn't give yellow cards. It's not for a yellow card fault. Yeah. Yeah, but listen, my issue my issue isn't that the player Burnley player didn't get sent out. My issue is why was the yellow card taken back? Because there was a foul. No, but what I'm saying is no, listen. So what you're saying is if one player tackles another, it's a foul, the referee listen, listen. Listen. Yeah, but that is. Yeah, that is, that is the same argument we're having. It shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't be allowed to do whatever you want just because there are the foul ones again, again. Yeah, I just don't agree with. I just don't agree with the system. That is the thing. Yeah. It works like that because their math is as good as average. Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>
guys, I think it would be remiss of us at this point not to mention what a uh, a job uh, Ole's doing. Uh, he's got United at the top of the league, and he's taken some massive, massive slack from me uh, for sure, and a lot of other people. And I just think. Yeah, but you can't just say it's Darren Fletcher that has done that. I mean, Ole's, he, he's taking some decisions, so let, let's be a bit magnanimous. Let, let's be a bit gracious. Yeah, but, no, but, the thing is, bit... but the thing is, it doesn't matter who is doing it. He's the guy. Just yeah. like saying, oh, it was Rene Mullenstein or it was Carlos Perez. Yeah. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> the thing is, he's the manager. He's the manager. If you're going to slate him for... If you're going to slate him for not being good enough, not getting the results, then you have to give him some sort of um, praise when you... What? See, no, listening to someone is also some kind of respons- responsibility, accountability. Come on. If Darren Fletcher is saying we sh- uh, this isn't working, we should try this, or Ole is saying, I'm, I don't think we're doing it right, Darren, come and help. It's at... it, yeah, but I will tell you a proverb that goes around here. Whether a watermelon falls on, whether, whether a watermelon falls on the knife or the knife falls on the watermelon, watermelon is getting cut. Love that. Love that. You don't What, why are you questioning the proverb? I don't get it. It's such a beautiful <laughs> thing, and you just question the proverb. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Listen, <laughs> when Klopp does everything, when Klopp does things amazing, the, 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 it might be it might be the Dutch fella that, gets, that has made the decision. But you don't know. You <coughs> yeah, so you don't know. It's the collective. It's the collective. Yes, it's the collective. Yeah. Hey, Dean, you just turned around and said it was just Darren Fletcher and nothing to do with Ole. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Dean, I've got two it's witnesses. I've got two fucking witnesses. <laughs> Rubbish. I've got two witnesses. I heard you say it. Bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> no, but no, but yeah, but that was one of the conversation we had all over on the site that Ole. Is is part of the problem. He's not the whole problem. We need someone else in the coaching staff. That was one of the points which was making even. I think it was even before the start of the season. That was one of the points we were discussing. Yeah, the coaching staff as a whole isn't inspiring. We need some help. It doesn't matter where it comes from. But at the end of the day, the book stops at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and it does, whatever happens, it, it, it falls on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You know, no one's going to say sack Darren Fletcher, are they? Because they're into doing bad or wheeling or whatever. whatever. It's all down to Ole in the end because he's the, he's the man where the book stops. Yep, I agree, mate. Totally agree. 
and we and that's why we got to give him and his team props. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can. And the coaching staff, yeah, yep. Just good. Are you? Are you? So, are you? Uh, are you in a corner? So can you? Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's living in the in your thumb. Uh, he's in the corner, so I can his thumb. <laughs> are you sulking, Tristan? All right. All right. All right. I just don't know. You know, he's the man, the book stops with him, and I think they're doing very well at the moment. The, you know, the top of the league, they're in the cups, uh, in the two cups. So, you know, give the man a bit of praise. He's going all right. Fair enough. Um, Tristan, I wanted to ask you a question specifically. Um, do you think this is a blip, or do you think this is a decline? And the other thing is, how do we get, how do we get more out of Sally, Mane, and um, uh, Bobby? Right. Right. I think that what you're I think what it is is that I just specifically um, highlighting what you just said there, right? I think from my point of view anyway, I'm owning this, and I think I speak for Liverpool fans. We've had such a barren 30 years because those manks have put us through the uh, mire for so long. And then when we do get a bit of success, and it's not just a bit of success, we're winning everything and, and, and with ease. And then we get two or three seasons of that. And then when it uh, kind of declines, it's like panic stations. It's like we can't handle it anymore because we think it's going to go back to the 30 years of hurt again. So do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But can't we work? But listening to what you're saying, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I hear what you're saying, but that that okay, you're saying they need they need to they they need to play together, whatever. But they can't they go back on muscle memory. They know what each other's runs are, what movements they're going to make. Can't they just fall back on that a bit of muscle memory? I I, I... right, gotcha. Because the right hand side of our. Go on, mate. Go on. Yeah, they're not playing those triangles on the fullback areas anymore. It's just blowing, throwing crosses in for, for crosses' sake. I I think part of it with Liverpool is that the fullbacks are having to defend more to cover the lack of quality defending in the middle and and the midfield. Because Fabinho used to do great work in midfield. Now he's at the back. I don't think you've got someone like that who's, who's going to put the shift in. So the fullbacks are having to hang back and be more defensive than what they are usually. They're usually an attacking force 
and I think they're more defensive now, the pros midfield. Probably because of injuries. Well, Tristan? No cover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, you're right. Jot has been a massive loss in that regard. Do you, think the, do you think the Ox is a problem? Because I, when he first comes to Liverpool, I know he got a bad injury, but before the injury, he was, I, I thought he was a, a really good player for Liverpool. But since his injury and his comeback, I don't know why. I don't know whether he's back to full fitness or whatever, but he just hasn't had the effect on games at all, has he been? I think he's always... No, he's played yeah. a few off the bench, hasn't he? I think the problem with the Ox is I think the problem with the Ox is he's always playing catch up and it's because of his injuries. So he's always playing catch up and then he and then he and he's not fully fit and then he's susceptible to getting injured again, which he invariably does. So I just it's just always that uh ever decreasing circle going on with him. And I feel that I really feel that I I think his time's done at Liverpool. I really do. Mm. It's I just been a bit of a disappointment for me. Yeah, Thiago's quality. He's absolute quality. He's nice. He just needs to stay fit. I, I, I just think that, yeah. It, There's it, another it, point you mess. guys are missing, I think. I think Liverpool, on, I think Liverpool are suffering for, from the fact that they are the defending champions. So every team wants to perform better against you. It's playing the team that finished second isn't as big of an occasion as playing the defending champions is. That's also a factor. 
a given, yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. but, but everything we've already discussed, the injuries having to resuffle because of the injuries and losing qualities from one one area of the field and everything and the pandemic everything just makes this defending the title is difficult thing even bigger because you have every other factors and on top of that everybody wants everybody just gives that extra one percent against the defending champions and the other thing is, cool, man. Oh, okay, thanks, mate. Yeah, I think the other um, fact, well, not a fact, a supposition is, is that we're missing. We didn't realize how important fans were to us because they give us that they are the twelfth man, and and those draws we've had probably would have been wins had it would have been. Uh, most of them would have been wins had it been for the fans being there. So we missed them a heck of a lot. Because there's no accountability. I, I think that's that goes for a lot of clubs as well. You know, I don't think it's just a little yeah, yeah. I think that goes for a lot of clubs. I don't think that's just... Uh, yeah, exactly. Palace. Going to Sellers yeah. Park was a difficult game. But now it's just another match. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. swings in round roundabout. <laughs> fans. Everybody's no missing fans. Go, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would even argue United. I would even argue Man United. No, no, our 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 crowd is very nervous. Once we we. <laughs> We don't just have to leave. Grand sandwich, you said. Grand sandwich, Yeah, but 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 even if, <laughs> even if you're using the joke, no, 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 no. Even if you are saying or uh, using the joke that oh, they are more casual and everything. They cannot give you that extra motivation when you're yeah. not... How many young can you chain yeah. <laughs> It affects every team. Yeah, it affects every team. Certain teams are affected slightly more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dortmund. 
Yeah. Uh, guys, should we? I think. Yeah, Father is God. I think uh, yeah, this is a good time. They just beat Leipzig. They just beat Leipzig three days, four days ago. So they they're again back in it. Is a caretaker manager. They're probably gonna go after Marco Rosa. And Guys, yeah, please. and Bayern lost. Bayern lost to Munson Gladbach. So should we move on to uh, talk about Arsenal's dazzling form of late, which has taken them to a dizzying eleventh place in the table, <laughs> and and Everton, who are now a fourth, a point behind Liverpool. Have yeah. we really been that bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is the answer to that. <laughs> no, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but uh, Bill, isn't, isn't, it, yeah, isn't it quite worrying that even after discussing so many problems in, uh, with Liverpool and everything, you guys are still behind them? That's <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Billy, it does, yeah. Billy, Billy, take it away, my friend. Why are you fourth? That's the whole world is asking that question. No, why? Because we've got one of the best managers in the world. That's why. <laughs> and we <laughs> buy players. <laughs> but so, so not ever doing so okay. Plan, so his plan was to have an to organise a pandemic and he get a Champions League spot. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is lazy. He is like I I couldn't agree more. He is like but he has got quality and I'd sooner come off the bench or give him a half. I don't think he, he can play a full game. But he has got quality when he's on the ball. But you've got to have players running for him. And at the moment, um, without Alan, he, he's not going to shine at all because Alan gives him the space, he gives us the forward momentum, and he makes a massive difference to us, Alan. And, and to be honest with you, Tom Davis and even Gomez, two points, you know, they, they haven't got the, the legs to carry them through games like Alan's got. And he's been, he's got, been a big miss for us. Although, to be fair to us yesterday, he played really well and deserved to beat Wolves. Who's your partner? Yeah, he's out, yeah. He's out. He's got a nice Well, we set up totally different. We set up without a forward yesterday, uh, which is a false nine. And... Sigurds in the spot time, what's that all about? And uh, he was awful, he was absolutely awful. But, but the team played well as a unit. And we, we, we played very, very decent football, actually, isn't it? And you know, good luck to him. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he's been awful for a long time. But, yeah, he's... He's the captain of the club when, when Colin's not playing. 
It just reinforces my point. I was just gonna say Sigurdsson is like your Maguire. You have to play him because of his price. Yeah, yeah. And you have to make him captain because of his price now. Oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah. He's anyway, doesn't he? is still the top. No, but what I'm saying, Sigerson, because he cost 50, you're not. He's also earning a lot of money. You're not gonna sell him that easily. So you have to use him if there is an opportunity. He's in the first choice player. I know that. I'm aware of that. But his price is kind of a sticking point when you. No, he's 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 Comes at seven and haven't had money. <laughs> That's right. But uh, but to be fair, we've made a couple of good signings as well. And since uh, Ancelotti's been there, we bought Alan and Decore. They've been very good. Hamish was a free, so he doesn't really count. I know he's got wages to pay. But the young lad Ben Godfrey he bought looks a hell of a player to be fair. And Tris, Tris did say that from the start that he is a I wasn't sure on him, but Tris said that uh, he was gonna be a good player, this lad. And uh, he's he's really sure. He's got quality. He has got quality. So Ancelotti hasn't spent that much money to be fair to him. But he's made the right signings. <laughs> Yeah, well, Pickford was in yesterday, and he made a couple of he made a couple of good saves, but he, he made a couple of errors as well. For me, I, I wouldn't have him in the side, but I'm not the manager, so I don't really get a say in that. But I wouldn't. He's due back any time now, but he, he'll be back. Tra- he's back training, but he's not up, not up to speed yet, and it's going to be another couple of months to that before he's back. <laughs> you got a bleeding cheeks. Who who you Tristan, who did you say? Who did you ask about? Kabamon, yeah. Do you know what I thought you said? I Uh, thought you said, how's the cabinet? And I was thinking, (laughs) nothing. I still (laughs) have (laughs) it. 
I swear to God, I thought you said cabinet. I thought you were winding him up. Now it's the cabinet when he gets back. Yeah. He only played a game and a half for us. You know? Like, like Thiago? Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot longer than that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Been off um, over the season. You think you can sustain it, Billy? No. Actually, uh, no. Uh, no, not top four. No, top six. I'm looking at realistically. I think I think the, there's, there's teams who are going to come to the four more, you know, as, as it goes on. We need a couple of more players. But if we get a couple of players, you know, we might, we've got a chance of getting top four, but I think it's an outside chance. That's my personal opinion. You want to get Darren Fletcher as a coach, mate. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice, man. All right, guys, let's talk about... Who's what? Oh, yeah, good one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the missus is not done today. David. David, it is, yeah. If you, you looked at them yesterday, you'd think they were very fit. Yeah, did you have, except, you have exceptions like... Uh, to be honest, yeah, I know it sounds wrong picking on them, but uh, Hamas doesn't look fit. He might be, he might just be lazy and Sigurds in the same, very one-paced. And also Gomez is one-paced. But the rest of them are looking really sharp. I think they're doing okay. Yeah, very much so. Very much so, Trips. You know, he's got attributes, he's, he's good on the ball, but he does lose the ball and he hasn't got the pace to get back and, and re reclaim it. And that's, that's been the problem with him, Yeah, he's, he's never been the quickest, but he's got good feet, he's got good, and he shields the ball really well. And, but, it, you know, you can see he's lost that yard, half a yard of pace, and he needs that because he's not the quickest anyway. Deeps, um, let me. I'm oh, sorry, guys. I just wanted to ask Deep's opinion about uh, Fosu Mensa going, uh, uh, getting away from the club. How do you feel about that? No, Leverkusen. Leverkusen. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the lad. I'm happy for the lad. I do, I don't like America. I don't like players who are happy to just play ten minutes here and then fifteen minutes two months later. If he wants game yeah. time. We have to give him that opportunity. He's clearly not ready for United. I'm so sad that he got, he got very unlucky with injuries when he went out on loan to gain sharpness, to mature as a player. He got injured on one of his loan spells and then when he went to Palace, one Bisaka essentially just made right back his own position. He didn't get enough chances. 
I'm just happy that the lad is gonna hopefully get more chances to play and he's gone to a team that is on the up. So let's best of luck to the when lad. You say, when, when you say he wasn't ready, do you mean he's not good enough or he's not ready for the, he's good enough but not ready for first team, for Man United first team? Before his injury, he was not ready to be a Manchester United starter week in, week out. Okay. Then he got, then he a went bit, out on loan like and got injured. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me started on Maguire. Alright, mate, I won't. Yeah. No, yeah. the thing is, the thing is, Fosumensa signed for us when he was, I think, 13, 14. He signed for he signed. us. Under 16. And from the moment he arrived, the club had high hopes for him. He was seen as one for the future. And ever since that injury, he has struggled for game time. He has struggled to impress and he has struggled to show his qualities that he once threatened to have. I just hope the lad gets to play. And hopefully, we have a buyback or a save on clause because there is. A ton of potential in the lad. He's 1.8 million you sold him for. Yeah, something something around that. Oh, but shit. I like Leverkusen. I like Leverkusen. I like the move. Uh, they have a Dutch coach. Hopefully, he can settle in and perform. He still has 20, yeah, he's only 23. So, I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you. Billy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to di- uh, uh, change the subject and digress. Uh, I just uh, remembered about Fosu Mensa because we're talking about... Uh, That's okay. That's not a problem. Are you... Is there anything you want to add to uh, about Everton? No, mate. We're just, we're just going along on our merry way. Let, the, uh, let them talk about the big six and just let us get on with our game and uh, see what comes in the next couple of months. Fair enough, mate. Uh, should we do Arsenal now? Because they've, yeah, yeah. they've had a bit of a renaissance. Yeah, they've picked up. They're going Well, they just started playing. They were out to four. All the team looked disjointed. And now they seem to have got a bit of momentum. And what have they gone? Three, four games? Four wins on the bounce? They do well. They, you know... We've always known they've got decent players there, but they just weren't performing. And something's turned around for them. I don't know quite know what it is, but they, they turn around and good luck to them. I bet they're a point behind us as well. <laughs> they're, they're a load of points behind us, aren't they? <laughs> Tristan, Deep, why are they, uh, what's the reason for their resurgence? So, does that make Arteta, Arteta the right manager for the job, or still he's over his head? Yeah, yeah and even now. Yeah, even now, you cannot say for sure, because when all the senior players are available, firstly, does he go back to them? Secondly, 
does the performances suffer? Do the performances suffer? Is it did he just stumble upon this formula? Right. What? Yeah, that is what we're saying. See, see I, I think you've got the same problem with Frank Lampard. Uh, they're inexperienced managers, and people are expecting miracles from them in the first season. And it doesn't work like that. You've got to get a system. You've got to build a system. You've got to build players into that system. But people, microwave supporters, who are expecting this instant, a manager comes in and everything's going to be rosy in the garden. It just isn't like that. And that's why we've got to give people time. And you can't just say after, after six months or eight months in the job, and then they're going through a sticky patch. Oh, get rid of him. He's hopeless. He's, he's terrible. Give them a bit of time and then decide. I think we're too quick to judge players in a short period of time. No, but, but Billy, is Manchester United or Arsenal or Chelsea a job for a young, completely inexperienced manager to be learning on? I don't Probably think so. Possibly not. Possibly I think, not. I think the, I think the issue is in the appointment. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But once they've made the appointment, if you're going to make that appointment, give them some time. Don't just be that, you know, we want instant success. It doesn't work like that. If you're going to appoint a new coach, someone who hasn't done the job before, like Lampard and like Arteta, give him a chance. Give, give him a chance to buy his own, buy his own team. They're playing with other people's players and stuck with them because of the contracts and the money they're on. But you've got to give them time or don't appoint them at all. That's what I'm saying anyway. Well, Lampard is getting help now. Is Chelsea are bringing in Avram Grant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a good idea, isn't it? You know, bring experienced players, people in your back rooms now who are going to help you out. And that's what it's all about. But you can't just throw people on the scrap heap because they've had a bad run of results. Everyone's going to have a bad run of results. Even the best manager, Carlos, struggled for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah. He's had a, he's had a little bad, bit of a bad spell. Oh, it that happens in football, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and even even the FIFA best coach, Klopp, is throwing his toys out of his pram now. Yeah, absolutely he is, yeah. Jose Klopp. He's gone miserable, hasn't he? <laughs> He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's actually he's actually turning into the Jose we had. Yeah, he's yeah. Yes, yeah. With talent, though. He has got talent, and he's got no need to be this miserable sod. But <laughs> I still like yeah. him as a manager. It's just that he's going through a bad patch, and he's not handling it great, in my opinion. Habit. Ravel Morrison had more talent than most of the United Youth products. He's doing nothing. Talent doesn't mean everything. Come on. No, it doesn't. No. no and you cannot say you cannot say Jose didn't have talent. Yeah. I just think that I think so. Jose's star has been on the decline for a long time, and I think that he's 
it, it, this is an anomaly with uh, Spurs. I think if you if he goes back to Milan or uh, Madrid, I don't think he is as successful as he was. I, I'm sorry, I just don't think that. Go on, mate. Because they're set. <laughs> because they're set. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got a terrible demeanor, though, isn't he, about him? And uh, he's not someone who can take to. Like, when he first came, I thought he was a breath of fresh air. But he, he turned into this monster who thought he was better than what he actually was and thought he was, he was the biggest name at the club rather than focus on the players. It was all about Jose. And I, that's when he seemed to go downhill for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dead trash. Yeah, he is boring on that, is, on that topic, though. Yeah, the thing, the thing for Jose is he he didn't die a hero, so now he's becoming the villain. Yeah, yeah. Wow, check that out. Philosophy, I tell you. where did this guy? Yeah. Where did, where did this guy come from? No, that's... Huh? Oh, my God. I think we've got a Dalai It's not deep, it's the Dalai Lama. No. We go. He's going he's to start talking about existentialism in a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, keep it, keep it simple, mate. Double down. <laughs> This is too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got, we've got two scouters and a Londoner. That shit don't work here, mate. <laughs> it's gone way over our heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what what colour sauce to put on our egg and chips? I have a red one or a brown one? That's the kind of high brown combination you get here, mate. <laughs> right, Deep, sorry, finish what you're saying? 
but in English, like proper, like so we can understand it. <laughs> Deep? No, I, I, I finished. I finished. <laughs> club is club is slowly becoming like Jose, grumpy. The world is against us. Yeah, oh, we didn't do anything wrong. The opponent was doing this, that. The referee is against us. Sometimes it's just. Sometimes it's not not because the broadcasters try to shaft you. It's because the opponent just hung in there. Sometimes it's as simple as that. I think also. Yeah, I think also uh, a lot to. Klopp's frustration is at his own team as well. And knowing that we can play much better than the performances we're putting out. And I think he's frustrated. He's, I mean, he's not covering himself with any glory, but I don't think he's turning into any kind of Jose at all. Or bitter or nah. twisted in any way, shape or form. Nah, he isn't, but you've got to give him a bit of stick, haven't you? Because he's been so good at Sanam, so you've yeah, got to give him a bit of stick. I hear you. I hear you. You can hear you, you cannot just club and Arteta with the same stick <laughs> because you know more yeah. about club. Club is a club is above this. We've seen like club isn't someone who just came in to Liverpool last year. We've seen him yeah. actually be with Liverpool when Liverpool were fifth, sixth place. He wasn't like this back then. Now you're top. Enjoy it, mate. Yeah, I think Deep's also, he's also jockeying for position in the personalities that are the managerial, uh, premiership managerial, uh, p- uh, managerial personalities. There's a lot of people there. You know, there's a lot of big personalities in that, in this, in this league. So he's also got to make, uh, make a stand as well. You know, he can't be seen as a shrinking violet. No, no one can see that. I can see that, yeah. But you don't have to be annoying. You don't have to be annoying. No, but but the issue with high subs, listen. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Moy seems to seems to have changed as a manager. Not just not just for the five substitute rule. As a manager, he seems to have. He's yeah, winning games. He's winning games. Yeah, he's winning games. Uh, Billy will tell you all about that, won't you, Billy? I never seen him win any games. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used to do it all the time. Yeah, I, I think he's a terrible manager, but uh, you know, uh, go, he's doing all right at West Ham. Uh, you know, I think West Ham might cute him because they don't expect much to do with West Ham. Ye
that's where they went wrong. You know, Ferguson should have just left the club and let them get on with it. Whereas I thought that was a massive mistake, letting Fergie pick the next manager. I thought that was a bad mistake, especially with the bigger him. No, I don't think that. No. I think he just thought. No. It's a bit of a mace of his and all that, I'll back you up. I'll, uh, if you need advice, I'll, I'll see you through it. And I'll get you the right people and, and I'll oversee you. And I, I, I thought it was a bit of that way. And, 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 you know, jobs for the boys, and yeah, yeah I'll, I'll look after you. Yeah. And it shouldn't work out. Yeah, even and even then, Fergie, Fergie is the same guy who signed Bebe, so we cannot say yeah. <laughs> yeah. all of his career and got one decision. Yeah, yeah. And Veron, and Veron. I still like Veron, you know. I thought he was alright. And also with Moyes, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Moyes, yeah. Veron is like navigator for club. Everybody has them. I don't think. I don't think it's because uh, Fergie didn't want someone else to overshadow his legacy. I think it's just Fergie is someone who signed Bebe. It's not yeah. like he had a flawless career leading up to Moise. So we cannot just say Fergie did it intentionally. It's just something that went wrong and. I, I believe Moes shafted his own career because he didn't want to go on with the transfer strategies and policies that were already on, in place before his arrival. He didn't want to pursue, pursue with the backroom stuff that already existed at the club. He just wanted to do everything on his own accord and it just didn't work out. David Gill, yeah. I think I don't think the loss of David Gill was the problem. The issue is we had two guys who were coming into the job at the same time that had no no any idea about how to do their jobs because frankly Everton under Moyes were also ran and Ed Woodward was a banker, so that was the issue. You did say banker there, didn't you? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 it wasn't Cockney Ryman slang, was it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Guys, um, should we, uh, should we move on to, um, the uh, managerial, managerial merry-go-round. Yeah. So, two managers in the Premiership who are in danger of losing their uh, uh, jobs is Steve Bruce and Chris Wilder. What are, what are your thoughts on these guys? Should they stay or should they go? 
Well, for me, Bruce is in big trouble. I don't think he can put a side together. And it, don't get me wrong, he's under financial constraints from probably the worst owner that has ever been of a football club in my country. But he sets up his team so negatively. And one thing about uh, you can say about Newcastle is that the fans expect the you haven't had the greatest deal of success over the over the recent years. But they do want us playing to team football and what is serving up just isn't where they can, is it? It's really boring stuff. They don't go out to win games, they go out to not get beat and they dire to watch, aren't they? They really are. Really the thing is, is he's been yeah, but he hasn't. What's he, who's he got as a, a game changer? Max Zillerman, and he's had COVID. He's been out for a few weeks. There's not many there that can actually change a game or put the ball into the net. I know he's got um, the Wilson fella up front, but he needs support. So there's not much he can do. His hands are tired to an extent. Well, that was that was uh, Ashley signing, wasn't it? He went, he went, come on, these, uh, Carol can't put a ball in there. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... I, mean, I think so as well, Trish, yeah. They've got no names. They've got no names here, I think. I bet, yeah, the... Most people couldn't name half of the Newcastle players because they're all non-entities. There's no game changers. Okay, let's try naming the Newcastle players. Go on. I don't know. Long, long, Barlow we go. Let's, let's go back four. Let's go back four, right? So, Barlow uh, in goal. Left back is I'm lost. Centre back sure. is Lascelles and Lachelle's and who's the middle other guy? Okay. Right, apart from apart from Tristan, who can name the new castle team? I can. I can. I can actually. Five long staffs, Digga. Five long staffs. The mother and father of the long staff. <laughs> the long staff. Yeah. That's it. Their mother, mother and father <laughs> on the staff as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're not entity. Right. Yeah, right. I mean. Okay, okay, let's go. Right back. Right back. Yeah. All right. No, it always <laughs> Our Mankio. Mitchell, <laughs> come on, let's go. Yeah, I named them both. Mitchell, let's go. I said normal people. I didn't mention you, Trish. <laughs> yeah, people that actually... <laughs> people that even have a life during a pandemic. You know what I mean? Not you. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. No, but listen, Trish. Um, listen to this. Abid and Billy can't figure out how to join the channel, so... <laughs> <laughs> you got to go point there, Abid. Abid. <laughs> 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 
You are so ageist, Tristan. It's unbelievable. It is ageist, you right. <laughs> and it's not like Chris is so much younger than you guys. It's like... <laughs> yeah, but hey, Chris, uh, with me and Billy actually open the door, front door and walk out of the house sometimes. <laughs> Tristan, all he does is sit at home and twiddle with technology and... Rewatch. No, but listen, listen, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know there's a pandemic. He's so vaccinated for ten years. It's fine. <laughs> His whole life has been a fucking pandemic. <laughs> 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 he's been he's been bunkering down for the last forty seven years. The Olympic torch. No, but, but Chris, listen, Chris doesn't go out because he's so old he cannot even unlock his own door. That's the reason. He <laughs> 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 no, you don't. You don't like. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Come on! You can you can bully other people for being older than you, but when the boot is on the other foot, you don't like it. Oh, come on! Yeah, Tristan. When the shoe is on the other foot, yeah. You need you need to have feelings to be hurt. Uh, Let's talk about this. Uh, Let's talk about Chris Wilder, lads. Yeah, uh, made up got his first win. I like Chris Wilder. Yeah. All right. Good point, good point, good point. Uh, stay or go, Billy? Go. Absolutely go. Deeps? Ashley should go first of all. Ashley is the... <laughs> <laughs> problems. Hey, yeah. listen, listen before. Yeah. Why, you do? You do it all the time, Tristan. Why can't Deeps? <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're unique, yeah. But, but uh, who, who, who are Newcastle going to get if they get rid of Bruce? Because Even not many people, Well done, Deeps. Not many people are going to be happy working under Mr. Ashley. Yeah, and that is why yeah, I'm not saying you should go because they don't have a better option. They had a better option Maybe. in Rafa Benitez and they couldn't keep him there. Or he could, didn't want to keep him there. He forced him no, out. No, they didn't want to give him any money. He didn't want to spend any money. No, no, no. That's why Rafa left. No, he he only wanted to spend money on Joe Linton. I don't know why, but that that is why he left. And Benitez didn't, no, didn't want him. Yeah, yeah, Rafa didn't want Jolita, yeah, you're correct. But he, he, Ashley wasn't prepared to give him the sum of money that Rafa wanted. It wasn't a lot of money. Uh, 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 transfer kitty. Right.
and yeah bruce is just happy to be at his boyhood club his hometown club yeah oh, he's making money from it as well Do you, want to, do you want to use the word obsequious again? We didn't hear it the first 14. <laughs> yeah, we, he can do we, the words, but he cannot spell them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, did, we didn't hear obsequious. We didn't hear obsequious the like, for past 14 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, what's what is Ashley Tristan? <laughs> no, he said yeah, what is he? <laughs> no, he's, obse he's obsequious, no? No, no, that's Bushy. Oh, Bruce, okay. He he's not even listening to us. Oh, oh yeah, you would think you should have your own podcast. <laughs> well, I could spell wanker. <laughs> what was I going to say, guys? So, I think you still haven't said yes or no to to Bruce. Ah, uh, he should go. He should go. All right, Tristan. Yeah. But who but who will you bring in instead of him? That is the bigger issue. Darren Fletcher. He's in China. He's in China. Yeah, he's in China, yeah. Yeah, they can go on. Yeah. I mean it could be anybody, really, couldn't it? I mean, they're all going to be doing a better job than the obsequious one. <laughs> yeah. He can't even say it. I can't even say the word. Obsequious. That is hard to say. <laughs> not, not for, not for, not for you, Tristan, because you've said it forty-two times. <laughs> <laughs> that is why, that is why Tristan didn't want to do this podcast two weeks ago. He needed two weeks to. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I wonder you what. <laughs> <laughs> I when the whole world, when the whole week. world was in COVID, when the whole world was, they were kind of celebrating Christmas and New Year. Chris was using his computer, his dictionary, everything to learn this word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was in, he was in a pile of dictionaries, but <laughs> using it. Oh my God, that's so funny, Dave. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So we're saying Bruce is going. 
Yeah, let's move on to Chris Wilder. He's had a hard time, hasn't he? I, he's acting his dog. Really, I still think he's going to make it. I really do think this is this is a catalyst for change, and they're going to they're going to stay up. I don't know whether they'll stay up, you know, because they haven't got a striker. They haven't got a fellow who can put the ball in it. That's the problem. And unless you have that, yeah. unless you get someone in this window, they're struggling. The French fella's back soon, isn't he? Or is he already back? Uh, he, um, but he, okay, he, but he isn't prolific either. Yeah, you're right. No. But, but, he's got a... He's, got he's a not ready. He's, he's not ready. No, he's not. No. See, see Abit, even people who have lived in Europe can struggle when there is a change in scenario. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but deep. <laughs> Liverpool is in Europe. <laughs> no, but there's always that. Listen, I don't. Yeah, exactly. We can't go back to that boy camp, but uh, but there is there is no re there is no reason for me not to believe anybody coming out of the UK. In Europe or somewhere in the other parts of the world, can't make a positive impact on our defence if we, if being brought in. I, I, I'm sorry, because we just need we do not we just don't need anybody. There is that defence. That half of that defence is so bad that, uh, with uh, with uh, Williams that um, I really do believe that this quality can be brought in at a very very cheap price for a short time, a period of time, and work. But you cannot name a single person. Let's move on. Be, be, oh, no, 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 I can't, I, oh. I can't name, I, I can't, yeah, <laughs> I can't name a single person because I haven't got a encyclopedic knowledge of, <laughs> of yeah, encyclopedic knowledge of, uh, uh, footballers like uh, Michael Edwards has, Martin Edwards, Michael Edwards has, and his team. You know, because nobody, nobody thought of, nobody knew that uh, uh what's it called, Fabinho was going to come in until the day of the signing. So we just don't no. know. They're, put, they're, put, they're keeping it really quiet. No, take the bank for Obamenko, and you'll be able to do alright. Oh, oh, no, he cannot say his name. <laughs> what's that? Who? Yeah, but he's forty-two million in the summer. God knows what it costs now. And, and and there's another issue. There's another issue. It's a release clause. It's not forty-two million. You can play play in five years. It's forty-two million euro upfront or nothing. Like Arsenal did with Partey. Yeah, but that's in the summer as well. It's not now. It doesn't. Was the what was to come or wanted to come. So it's not, I know it's a difficult situation. I really understand that. I get the, 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 the gravity of the situation, but I just don't think that, I, I, that there's not somebody out there who can come fill a hole for six months and he's going to be really cheap and it's not going to break the bank and make Liverpool go bankrupt. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder. Billy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, Deep's wanted me to name a name. Yeah. 
I panicked. I panicked. I panicked. Andy, you swapped Accrington's center half for Bobby Firmino on a street swap deal. You'd do okay. You wouldn't have lost anything, and also you'd have got a, a decent center half. Yeah. You need to be a bit more a bit obsequious, <laughs> Billy. I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sneaking, <laughs> sneaking the word in so he can practice it more and more Yeah. You say that after a few tequila, bloody yeah. You'd be saying a different word every time. So, uh, you. Right, so we don't boys, because I'm so, going to get me tea and toast now before I go to bed. Do you have tea and toast every night, Billy? Absolutely, I do, yeah. It helps me sleep. So, one minute, one minute, Chris Wilder, yay or nay, uh, Billy? Uh, Chris Wilder, yeah, yeah let, him, let him stay. They're going to go down, but let him stay and get them back up. Deeps? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because Sheffield United had no right to be in the Premier League before, so he deserves the chance to try and bring them back again, even if they get relegated. And I don't think yeah. it's a foregone conclusion just now whether they're relegated yeah. or not. Me neither, mate. Me neither. I think they'll. I think they're going to stay up. If no, they're obsequious enough, they'll stay up. <laughs> <laughs> It's a freaky boat time. That's what it is. <laughs> Tristan, Tristan, Tristan. The hell was that? Yeah. 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 I couldn't agree with you more. Right, boys. Thanks a lot. And I'll see you on the next one. Enjoy your tea and toast, Billy. I I won't be too obsequious at all. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Nice speaking to you. I love you, Billy. Thanks, Abed. Thanks, Chris. I'll uh, I'll see you on the site and I'll see you next week, boys. Thanks a lot. See you next Thursday, lads. Yeah, cheers. Turn on. Bye.